I am Consciously Curious, a podcast for those that are searching for a career or are cultivating meaning within their own space. We've had anesthesia providers to barbers, dog behaviors to airline pilots, white collar to blue collar, entrepreneurs to passion projects. Life's too short to not produce meaningful work. Join me, Victor Chan, as we deep dive within various industries. I'd love to hear your feedback, so feel free to leave a comment. I hope you find some value within these conversations, but more importantly, I hope it sparks a meaning within your own space. In this episode, we explore the journey of gender dysphoria and transitioning from female to male. The initial thoughts, bringing it up to the parents, and both surgeries, top and bottom. We discuss thoughts on the transgender community within pop culture, bathrooms, sports, and religion. Please enjoy my conversation with Mason Morita. Oh, and one more thing. Stop asking him about his wiener. seen you in a really long time yeah so and you just graduated as a bsn as a know, nurse right so, so cool so how how's that how's getting back into into healthcare? um i mean i always like that was like straight up my passion like yeah. out of high school like you know like i went to go be a paramedic i feel like even getting back to like the uh, things like oh you're a minority you come from like this family yeah like for me like a four-year university wasn't a thing so it was kind of just like what are we gonna do and then my dad mentioned the whole paramedic thing i was like perfect mm. it's like four grand yeah go. it's a job it's a good career you can potentially move up like going to the fire department yeah right type right. of thing um but obviously you wait forever for them mm-hmm. and i remember i was just like you know what like my my dad's a fireman my aunt's a cop and I was like, I need to one-up them a little bit. <laughs> what generation we have to build our wealth, you know? Like right, they've, right. they've given me this much, so I have to maybe do a little more. Okay. So then uh, I was like, yeah, I'll go be a nurse. Go, you know, get my bachelor's in nursing. And even then, I oh. did all my prereqs, like, community college. Yeah. And then I went to res or whatever, and then, yeah. I mean, I love it. I work at West Sub now with Dylan. Yeah. And uh, Wow, dream team. Yeah, right. And uh Goof Squad. <laughs> I hate it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um Yeah, but I mean it's a good time. I mean I wouldn't want to do anything else with my life. Oh shit, okay. Yeah. Besides here here's one thing. I always I beg people to ask me what I want my dream job to be. Yeah. Because like I'm always like asking questions, right? Yes. And then uh so I'll ask like, Oh, what's your dream job? And then they'll say it and I'm like, Okay, now ask me mine. You know, because I'm like, I'm dying. But I would love to be like a, a voice of a cartoon. Okay. This is like, but at the same time, like, I like to contribute to like you society, like to create. whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just like, I would need to do both. I couldn't just be a cartoon voice character because I would be like, I'm not really, I'd put smiles on little like children's it, faces. It wouldn't like, be until you really got really good where people can associate your face to that, to that voice. Yeah. And, they, and I don't think I would feel like satisfied with my life if i that's all i did depends i mean when i can when i hear a certain voice and i'm like i watched that show every day after school right it's like something like that yeah um but as a nurse you, you probably have the time on the side to do that no i think to, so to do vo- voiceover work and yeah i'm just lazy sometimes like i'm like i should draw my own little cartoon whatever yeah because i feel like my brain just is 1000 percent of the time going right and then uh at some point you got to do 
Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. One day. <laughs> One day I'm going to send you something. I'm like, Victor, put this on your podcast. Thank you. <laughs> um, is there anything else you're working on right now? What can we plug for you? <sighs> Literally nothing. I'm really just working on, like, you know, I'm always working out. Right. Um, yeah. Just my mental health. That's inspiring, too. Yeah. I feel, I was telling my girl the other day that throughout my transition, yeah, I feel like I was coaching everyone else through it where I didn't take the time to, like, really, like, coach myself through it. Through the gym or through transitioning? No, just, like, through transitioning in general. Like, you know, like, it was just, like, okay, mom, dad, like, you have to call me he now. Mm. Or, like, this is my name. And it's kind of, like, getting everybody. Remember I told you, like, I don't really feel, like, I I never used to yell at people or be, like, oh, you got it wrong, blah, blah, blah. You know, it was kind of just, like, kind of, like, like, it's okay, Victor. You try again. Thank you. Yeah. But like, you know, like, so now I feel like finally, because I've transitioned, I have that time where I don't have to keep explaining myself to people. Yeah. Because you meet me now, no one's like, oh, And what's the, what's the term for that? Is that passable or is that? Mm, what is that word? Yeah, that you, yeah, that you pass now. Right. Yeah, right. pass. Okay. That's that's definitely the term. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Um. So like. Now I've finally got time to sit there and really reflect on everything mm. that's happened and maybe how I actually feel about it. Yeah. Because at the time, like, I can't sit there and, like, because, like, that was, like, a thing. Like, oh, they'll say she instead of he. Mm-hmm. And even my mom to this day, like, we'll be in the kitchen when my dad's there or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah, she. And my dad's like, he. Even to this day. Even to this day sometimes. Really? I'm like, ma'am, get it together. <laughs> what do you, I have a whole ass beard. What are you doing? <laughs> But, like, that is the one person that I give, like, a second, extra second to, like, you know, like, okay, fine. You birthed me. I get it. Okay. Um, But I remember some people would even be like, oh, Mason, like, I have a hard time accepting it. I'm like, really? Yeah. Oh. Like, you know, like, well, or, like, they, yeah, they, like, didn't really accept it or, like, didn't want to really agree that I look better as a male or I look better as, you know what I mean? Like they like kind of making arguments. Who gives me. a fuck? Yeah. Apparently some people do. Oh my God. Uh, and I was like, listen, like if my mother can accept it, you mm. can accept it. Like grow up. But even then you're probably still not too forceful. Like it's so out of your hands that you can't control what people think and want to say. Yeah. And I feel like, but it's given me perspective on things like with, but like if, you wanted tomorrow to go jump off a cliff. I'd be like, all right, Vic. If that's what you want to do. You know, like, I don't know. It's your life. Yeah, yeah, You know? Yeah. And I feel like the only people that I truly, like, whose opinions that matter to me the most is obviously my family's. Right. But even to that extent, to some extent, like, it's still my life. I got to do what I got to do. Yeah. Like, my mom told me when I was younger, she's like, a very good point. And for whatever reason, I love when people, like, you can rant to me for hours and I'd be fine with it. Cause I'm like, I'm going to take one or two things and I'm going to live my life by it somehow. Good. So like my mom, one day she told me, she's like, when you can't live for your, your parents and you can't live for your kids either. They told you that? Yeah. Good. For, oh, wow. And my mom's like, you can't live for me and you can't live for your kids because you know, one day I'm going to die and you're going to be stuck like just you. Yeah. And who are you going to, yeah. One day your kids are going to grow up and they're going to find who they love and it's just going to be you. So you better do what you want in your life and what's going to make you happy and obviously pick somebody mm-hmm. who is worthy of living that life with you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, mom, you're right. And good for them. It's a, it's a different generation too. Yeah. So good for them. And man. that was even her like, kind of like, 
not want to say giving up, but like saying like, you know what? Like it's only she had a realization. Oh, so she wasn't always like that? No. Oh, okay, okay. Well, like they had like a tough time. They didn't I think it's just it's not it's like not being educated enough on the matter. Yeah. Like even when I was younger one time this trauma, but uh, <laughs> I'd always want to go out it, to like the family parties, like in jeans. Okay. And she always wanted me to wear a dress, but like I, I didn't want to fucking wow. wear a dress. I was like, mom, and like the thing was that I had like a bunch of boy cousins, so we'd always be running around. Right, right. And so my dad let me do things more on the sense of like he like made excuses for me. He's just like. Like, and this is always tricks me up, too. Like, do I say she or he? Back then, right? Yeah, back yeah, then. Right, so, right. whatever. We'll say she. Um, she's like, she wants to, like, run around and play. Right. And then my mom was like, well, she's a girl. She needs to wear a dress. Wow. And then eventually my dad would win and let me, you know, run around like that. But I remember one day I was walking out. And my older brother, who is gay, was sitting in the kitchen with my mom. Mm-hmm. And I walked out with... Uh, my jeans and whatever, and my mom, I remember my, hearing my mom, I was like 10, saying like, what is she, a lesbian? Mm. You know? And I, I think she said the F word too. I don't know. She was really mad. Wow. Right. And there's like, but that's my mom. And then that's the same woman later on in life wow. who educated herself some more and now we're super cool. You're lucky, man. Yeah. Well, it wasn't with, mm, it wasn't as easy, I feel like, as most people know it to be. Okay. Like, when I was 17, I I moved out of my house. Because mm-hmm. I basically said, you guys need to accept me or I'm leaving. And I did. And I feel like that's when it clicked in their head, like, this kid's not, this kid's not joking. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and it was hard. I worked at Family Dollar, first of all, mm-hmm. which I made back then was like eight twenty five an hour. <laughs> I got paid like 300 bucks. Shit! <laughs> yeah, at the end of the week. And I was still in high school. Um, and I would literally, I'd wake up at 4 a.m., and I would go do my shift. I would help unload the truck wow. to get me some hours. And then I would go to high school from, like, what, 7 to 3. I'd go straight to work. And then I'd work from 3 to, like, midnight because I would help close. And then I rented a room, one room. And the room was big enough just to, like, have a bed to the point where you open the door. It would it would hit, oh, the, it would hit the bed. It's a closet. Yeah, yeah, that was it. It was, like, 200 bucks a month. Uh and so I did that. So I'd walk home because I lived, I lived like a mile away from it. So I'd get home like one o'clock, do whatever stupid homework I had to do. And then what? Do it all over again. Two, two three yeah. hours and do it again. Right. But in my head, that was what I had to do. But I was telling, I was actually talking to my girl because we were talking, I was telling her like, I was going to go like do this with you. Mm-hmm. And one big thing that I feel like I like to stress to everyone is just like, I don't like taking away credit from like you to say that if you were in my shoes, you wouldn't be just as courageous as I am, quote unquote courageous. Right. You know, because I'm just like, that's not fair. Like, obviously, like, if you don't feel like you have to transition, I'm not like, wow, Victor, you're a little baby, mm. you know? Everyone's going through something. Right. And I'm just like, I was just like, uh, I told her, I was like, you know, like, either way, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, if you're, if I'm at the edge of the cliff, and I jump off, I'm like, wow, he's so courageous. I'm like, but there's literally like maybe like a stampede of rhinos coming. Mm. Am I really courageous? Or is like, that's just something you had to do. Mm. I was like, maybe the way I did it was a little different. Like I jumped and I was like, you know, doing backflips or something as I jumped down. <laughs> but other than that, like, it's just something like, it, to me, like transitioning was like life or death type of thing as okay. morbid as that sounds. 
but I was just like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like if you were in my shoes, if she was in my shoes, we would have done the same thing. Mm. But like, other than that, like, like I understand like it's different. And, uh, but at the same time, I'm like, I mean, I don't know. I think you're a pretty cool guy. Thanks, man. I feel like, I'm like if Victor really felt like a girl, he would be a girl. That'd be a, I, I would yeah. You'd be a pretty ugly one. Oh, fuck. What, no, really? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd be good because you wouldn't even need the, you know, like the guys who transition from male like The to bone female. structure? No, that, but they have to get like a, the laser hair removal. Man, I, I still shave like once a week. Stop oh, okay. it. Come on. Once a week. <laughs> Sir, you got three strands. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah, like it's just, I don't know. I feel like I don't want to say because in the whole like trans community will come for you and be like, you know, but like I feel like not that it's not a big deal because it is a big deal. Yeah. Because there's a lot to it. But at the same time, it's like this i have no other choice it's either yeah. this or just live unhappy and I remember remember i told you like i live by quotes people tell me or whatever sometimes i had a music teacher and she was she was gay and i hate the word lesbian so i always say gay for females too interesting i don't know Can why you, you don't it know why triggers me i hate it is it from I, pop culture or like what it's, you know it's, what it might be from my own experience i feel like it's so aggressive Ooh, okay and, but and, maybe and just because in the way people used to talk, tell like, oh, you're are you a lesbian? And, and it's very there's a lot of different avenues within that own right. Order. There's studs, there's lipstick, yes, there's stuff like I've that. I've never even heard of that one, but okay. Which one? Lipstick. I'm like, what? Lipstick is like like a girly. Uh, oh, lesbian. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, like is that like femme? Is it like yeah, like femme? Okay, yeah. okay. But it's like gotcha. I don't know. I think it's a cuter way of saying it. Like, oh, she's a lipstick. Hey, okay. All right. Because femme, I feel like maybe like. I don't know, in the community, you want to, like, talk in code sometimes. Okay. So that, like, like you, for instance, obviously, we can, I can then, like, okay, he's not trans, and he's not gay. Right. Because if you were in the community, you would know what lipstick means. Oh, yeah. You know? Because, yeah. like, it's very, I don't know, it's very uh, normal terminology for me, but if you're not, then I'm just like, okay. Interesting. Just a cis male. Okay. Yeah, and that I recently learned that too. I'm like, oh, sis. sis. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time I said that. Like, why are you calling her? Like, like they think I like saying sister for short. Oh, okay, okay. I'm like, no. <laughs> but that is a word that I just recently learned that, like, people really don't know. No, but, like, it just. Cisgendered? I think it's coming from. The, I mean, maybe everyone should use it, but, like, for the heterosexual community, it's just like it's, it is most people are just. Male or female? Male or female. Yeah. You know? We're changing the definition of normal, I guess. Yeah. Um, but what, so yeah, yeah, your work ethic and probably this whole process has led you. Wait, I want to go back to the lesbian part. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I like, yeah. Where, where, sorry. No. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no, but I like, like I said, like I had that experience with my mom yeah. who was like fucking lesbian. And then like, I think when I was like in seventh or eighth grade, there was these like these group of white girls who, first of all, I'm in seventh grade. I don't know how anybody is in seventh grade besides myself, but I was like super into sports. Mm. I wasn't even really thinking about like dating anybody. Okay. Like obviously whatever you have celebrity crushes or whatever, but like, I don't know. It's not really a thing. <laughs> like I'm not, I feel like people, no, I had just a lot of stuff with like sports and stuff. I remember them coming up to me and asking me like, are you a lesbian? And I'm not even sure I really understood that word yet. Yeah. I was just like, am I a what? I'm like a lesbian. And I'm just like, 
Mm. But the way they said it to me it was like it was a bad thing. Derogatory, yeah. Yeah. So now every time I hear lesbian, I'm like, I don't like it. Okay. Unless. What do you think gave it off? What? You know, you talk about like gaydar, you know, and like, what do you, why do you think people were coming up? Oh, I mean, my mannerisms for okay. sure. I was always, and I think in seventh grade, seventh grade was like the first, or like, so I like to think of my transition stages mm. of like coping in a sense so like when i was younger obviously like you grow up you basically boys and girls wear the same thing unless like your mother wants you wear a dress but other than that like you can wear you can get away with wearing some denim jeans denim was a big thing right um jeans overalls or whatever and then you start to have like that process of like bodies are changing boys become whatever like bigger stronger and then girls, you know, are, I don't know, expected to do whatever they're expected to do. Right, right. Um, but in seventh grade, I was, like, begging my mother to let me dress in boy clothes. Mm. Like, we would go shopping. Because every, before the school year would start, she'd always, like, go get us, like, new outfits and stuff. And I remember being like, I just want, like, guy jeans. Or if it was girl jeans, it was like, can we get, like, straight cut? Right, right, You right. know? So I think finally this is when she, like, gave in because I've been fighting her for so long. So in 7th and 8th grade, I wore pretty much boy clothes. I want to say for sure boy clothes. And my brother was older, so then mm. I could steal his stuff <laughs> without it being, like, weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I would take his clothes. Um, and, yeah, like, I wasn't – I would never, like, actively hit on a girl at all at school. I was in 7th grade. Sure. But I would – like, my, my best friends were guys. Like, I would play sports, and I dressed in boy clothes. So I yeah. feel like – that might have been a giveaway. My hair was always up. That was definitely a giveaway. Okay. Um, but at that point, did you, and you, maybe not from you, mm-hmm. but like think about the gender versus sexual, like versus, yeah, right? No. Yeah. There's no way. Okay. <laughs> I honestly, I didn't figure out I was trans until like I saw a video on like YouTube or something. Okay. Because I feel like that was the lack. I just and growing up, my definition of trans, and it sounds very ignorant. It's just also why like, I kind of cut people slack. Okay. Because it's just like, bro, I'm whole ass trans, and I was ignorant back then. You know, like I thought trans was like drag queens. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. well, I don't want to yeah. be that. You know, like I'm. I don't feel like I'm, like super flamboyantly. Like, I need to be like you know, but that was my only definition. Mm. So I'm kind of just like. That's why I take, you know, that as I go along in life. Cause I'm just like, I can't really blame people. Because I'm just like, I'm literally living yeah. before I even knew it as a, a trans man. Right. And not understanding it. So I, I can't even expect someone who doesn't even have my thoughts and feelings to really understand it or take the time to educate themselves on it. Right. So did you just, when the the words and the, the you know, identities came to you, you just identified as a... As a gay then? As a gay person? Are you a gay? Are you? (laughs) Right? (laughs) No. Yeah. So, like, basically, I didn't know how to label myself. Yeah. You know, growing up, and then I feel like when those girls mentioned in seventh grade, it made me think about it. Because before, I didn't think about it at all. And I was just like, okay, like, maybe that does make sense. I'm like, I'm like looking up lesbians, you know? I'm just like, okay, so they like girls. I think I like girls, mm-hmm. you know, like I never found a man attractive, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I was just like, okay, I guess I'm lesbian or gay. Mm-hmm. 
you know? So then I kind of took that and ran with it. Am I allowed to swear? Yes, we've oh, okay. been swearing. We have. Been <laughs> <swearing>. <laughs> I took that shit and I ran with it. Um, and I remember, like, even I, to- I was always very open about it. Okay. Like, I remember coming out to my mom as gay, like, when I was in eighth grade. Okay. Because I really didn't feel like I could hold it in. Like, my brother, my older brother is gay, but he kept it a secret for so long. Okay. And he just, he just, I just feel like he had, like, a hard time, like, coming to terms with it. But I was always very much like, no, this this is it. Like, I'm not going to fight it. But um, Take it or leave it. Yeah. So, like, I, okay, again, like, seventh, eighth grade, dressed in boy clothes. And I remember eighth grade was, like, this, you switch from, like, eighth grade to high school. Mm-hmm. And I can almost see, like, the, the pain in my mom's eyes with like trying to accept me mm-hmm. as like either gay or whatever and i think it was like a mix of like she just wasn't educated on it and i don't want to rag on my mom too much but um she wasn't educated on it and then like she was like i can't protect you out there with what people are gonna say oh and like then i like kind of like saw her point of view or like not that i felt bad but i was like i mean she's right but like i'm 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 big mom. It's okay. You know, like I'm going to have to figure it out eventually. You can't protect kids forever. Right. So, she was very big on that. She was just like, "Whoa. You know, someone says something you out there, like even like I think during that time there's a lot of not I mean a lot of stuff in the news, but like kind of just like gay people have, you know, hate crimes, right. stuff like that." Yeah. Um So she was just like, "I I don't know. Like no one wants their kid to like hurt no one wants their kid to sit there and go through things that they can't really like control protect or protect. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So I remember eighth grade, her and my brother, I don't know. My brother was so into dressing like a girl too. Oh, I, we always, we always joke. I was just like, we really should have switched places. <laughs> this is messed up. <laughs> uh, but I remember I was like, okay, mom, like I'm going to try, I'm going to try to dress in girl clothes. So they, they came home from like Kohl's, with all these girly clothes and they had me try them on and I remember feeling like my skin was crawling. Fuck. Like I felt like I was having an allergic reaction. Was it a dress? What was it? It was dramatic. It was a, I think it was just like a girly shirt, like one of those tight shirts, but very form fitting. Yeah. And I had like skinny jeans on. I can't even picture it. It's, it's gross. (laughs) I hated it. I hated it so much. But I put it on, you know, and I'm like, try, I'm like, try, I'm trying so hard, but I just could not do it. And okay. I was just like, I think at that point is when I realized, and then my mom even saw it. She was just like, he's not comfortable. Oof. Yeah. Okay. I was walking around. I was like, mom, I can't. Good for you for trying though. I really did try. Yeah. Because I was just like, am I just being like. To make them happy. Yeah. I was just like, mm. but then I think that's why my mom started saying like, you know what? You can't live for me. Like, it's okay. And then. So she like she like let me let me go to high school how I was doing it and then I think it was like my sophomore year in the summer I cut my hair mm. but I always felt like I was more respectful of it I I asked them first I'm like mom is it okay if I cut my hair and I feel like at that point it was it was like they really couldn't fight me out they feel like they knew that I was gonna do it but they just kind of had to like let me do it like mm. they, like they could probably say no but I would have I would have fought them yeah you know. So then they let me cut my hair. I cut it pretty short. Like, I cut it, like, basically how it is now. I think back then, like, mohawks were a thing, so I think I had a mohawk. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is still, eight, like, eighth grade, ninth grade? This is, like, no, it's, like, sophomore year. Okay. So, like, I told you, it was, like, in stages, like, a, like, but eventually I'd get uncomfortable. 
Mm. Or like I need I need more. Ooh, okay. So like I was just like, okay, I dress like a boy. I feel okay. And then I was like, I don't like my hair. And I used to have nightmares. I, even after I cut my hair, I would have nightmares that it grew back. Shit. And then it was long. And I would be like. In a dress again or whatever. Yeah. No, not in a dress, but just scared. <laughs> yeah. Just like feeling my hair around. Uh, but yeah, so we, we, I cut my hair and then I was like, okay, I feel better. And then after that, what would I do after that? So now I'm like, oh, then I chopped my breast off. Yeah. You say that like you did it. I basically did. What do you mean? No, I didn't do it myself. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. <laughs> no, no. Then I then I got uh, top surgery. I remember I got okay. out of the shower one day. And now that I th- see when I talk about it, I think about it. I'm like, it was very traumatic. Okay. But I did it in increments and I did it in like, when you're living through something, I feel like you really are just like, I just got to get through it. I got to get through the next day. I got to mm. get to the next minute and it'll be okay. And you just kind of learn to live with yourself. Mm. But um, I remember when I would take a shower, I would do it very quickly. And I would try to, I need to get dressed very quickly. Like even like, so women's nipples are very sensitive. Mm-hmm. So even like the, the towel, like on my nipple when I was you like, knew. It's like yeah, it's, I was yeah. like, oof, like I don't like that that sensation is so strong. Okay. And then even like, seeing my like breast grow yeah that was like cringeworthy i used to wear a sports bra okay like so tight that like it was like binding yeah before i even knew what binding was i didn't know what binding was like now like people have binders right right and they wrap themselves but i didn't know what that was so like i just wore really and i play sports so i was like it made yeah an extra small sports bra. i need to put it on wow and it would take forever to take it off. it would hurt oh man but i used to go to sleep with it too because I didn't want to feel like myself at night either. Yeah. But like these are things that I did that I just like without thinking. And then now that I think about it, I was like, holy crap, like I was binding or like I was really struggling. Interesting. Um, so yeah, I remember I came out of the shower one day and I was in my towel and then I told my mom that I wanted to talk to her. And then I was like, I, I think I need to do like top surgery. But th- I wasn't on hormones yet at all. Hmm. Like I just had short hair. And this was, like, my next step. Yeah. Just, like, I need to, they need to be gone. And then I cried about it. She ne- she didn't fight me at all. Because I feel like she realized, like, if someone's legit saying that they're ready to surgically remove their breasts, that they're pretty dead ass about it. Um, so she's like, okay, just look up surgeons and whatever, we'll, get, we'll figure it out. Oh. So we did that. And that cost $7,000. And how much I made like nine dollars an hour as an EMT, but I mean I had to do it, so we I figured it out. We did it, um. But that definitely sucked, like all out of pocket. I was telling my girl, like, you know how rich I'd be right now if I didn't have to have so many surgeries. You work your ass off. Yeah, nice. it sucks, yeah. but like, it was something like a necessary thing to do. Um, does the um does the government help out with that these days? Absolutely not. Still not. Okay. No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't, like, I know now, actually, yes. I know now that the, like, your insurance covers it. Right. Maybe some. But I feel like they have to sway them a lot. Like, nowadays, like, the doctor's doing a good job where they know, like, what diagnosis to put in or what things to say in order to, like, get it covered. For insurance, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. But 
then no. Be, well, I remember the only I just started getting my testosterone shots covered not too long ago. Oh, when my gender on my birth certificate and my license switched to male. Okay, but before it was like, okay, you're a female requesting testosterone, which is not a necessity, um. so we're not gonna pay for it. But once you're a male and you're saying, oh, I lack testosterone, oh. then we'll pay for it. Okay. But like you think about it, but in order to You need change, testosterone, yeah. Right, but yeah. in order to change, you need testosterone. Or in order to change, you need either to see a therapist, which costs money, or you need to do top surgery. You have to have something, what do they call it? Like, really? Yeah, you have to have a, like they need to see that you, what's that word? like made moves to basically change your gender permanently. Yeah, took initiative. Right. Okay. So like if you take off your breast, then okay, you qualify, but you even, can have your male. It's like 7 grand. I'm like, who has yeah. 7 grand? So like either way, like your first amounts of transitioning thing it has it comes out of your pocket. Wow. From what I know. Right. And I'm pretty I feel like I I researched it quite a bit. Or even like my name change cost what? $500. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Why not? But I I literally I stood in front of a so like you could pay 500 bucks or you can go see a judge and just cry to them how poor you are. Oh. And then they waive it. <laughs> I'm not poor. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to god. I'm like and like that I was super poor though. Like I I was ready to pay the $500. Yeah. And the lady was just like, "You know, like you can you could try." She's like, just go to this judge and just tell them what your expenses are. Tell them what your job is. And sometimes they waive it. So I remember going, I'm like, ma'am, please. I'm so poor. I'm eating tuna tonight. Please. <laughs> you Out know, of the can. <laughs> please, like nothing else. Just straight. No. With my fingers. Yeah. But like then like she waved it or whatever. But like that's with that woman at the, where was I? I wherever you go, get your name changed. I forget. It's downtown. Okay. Uh being nice she was just being nice like she didn't have to tell me that because i was getting ready to pay and she's like you know you could maybe try but like i didn't oh, know cool and like even then like i was like what 18 very shy which is funny because everybody doesn't think i'm shy but my mom was gonna tell me yesterday she's like she's like you know like when you were a kid you were very shy hmm. and i was like yeah i know but no one believes me and did do you think part of that was because you didn't feel yeah. Like you were in your own, you know. Or even like when I was, when you met me. Yeah. I, I, I remember, but I can't, rem I don't remember like what the, your voice sounded like. Yeah. Because uh, the hair was short at that time. Yeah, so it's like, I like most of it, it's like, I, and no beard, obviously. But like, mm -hmm. I, re I remember like we only worked together like a, a couple times. For mm -hmm. those who don't know, like we worked on an ambulance together. Right. And then we, I don't know what, what did that, what happened after? Like I went to medic school or. Yeah. You did, did you I went to North No. Uh, I don't know what I did. Yeah. Cuz I was there. No, there's some was there something between ATI and Northwestern cuz I brought you, I helped I think I did I help bring you on to Northwestern? Yeah. Okay. What was I doing? I don't know. I, don't I know. had a bunch of jobs though. Yeah. I uh I worked at I remember when I first came to medic, I was also a waiter. Okay. Which everybody at the my job was like, why, if you're a paramedic, why are you a waiter? I was oh, like, well, we don't this make is any why. money. <laughs> 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 I love my job, but it makes me no money. Um, but yeah, I forgot what we were talking about. 
Uh, We're talking about odd jobs. Oh, me, not you not remembering how I used to be. Yeah. That's a, that's a deal for a lot of people. Like now, like even Dill will tell me, she's like, you know, like, honestly, I, all I know is Mason. Like, I don't remember. And I feel like that's, it's very nice. I don't think like we were talking about dead naming. Yeah. And a lot of these things, I'm just like, I don't, I don't mind it. Hmm. Like, I don't mind telling people my name on the soul. Like, but I feel like it's all on like people's intent. Right. Like, I feel like some people, and it's something I still struggle with is like realizing that I will have to be, I'm always going to be like transitioning in my life. Hmm. But so is everybody. Like, you, everybody, things are always changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was just like, man, like, because I started my new job, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in this new workspace, and everybody's getting to know me, and, you know, everybody only knows me as Mason. No one knows that I'm trans at work. Right. You know? And I had an instance where they wanted to add me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And on my Instagram, it's all over there. You're open. You're, yeah. You are an open book, but yeah. you don't, like... Hey, world! Like, <laughs> yeah, who does? No one does that. Like, hi, my name is Mason. But I used to be. Yeah, right. right. Like, that's just weird. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's one of two things with people, which I guess still bothers me. Uh, where it's like either they get to know, they talk to me, and like, oh, this kid's cool, whatever, and they'll kind of either like push me off a little bit, and I know I'm cool. I know I'm fun. Don't lie to me. Oh yeah. You know. <laughs> But th- then they'll find out that I'm trans, and it's almost like like a shift. They treat you different? It, yeah, they'll treat me different. It's either good or bad. It's either bad where they're just like... Stop hanging? Or... Yeah, like don't talk to me type of thing. Okay. Or it's like... And for the most part now in this day and age and time, it's like, oh, wow, like that's so cool. Like, let me add you to the repertoire of my friends. Like, it almost uh, gives them... More like clout in the trans community. Exactly. Okay, They're like, okay. wow, like, yeah, I know a person like that. Uh, you know? Oh. And I think that's so annoying. Because it's like, well, wait of a course second. It is, yeah. You didn't... You, you were like, I was just like some regular Joe before, and you didn't really care too much to talk to me. But now, like, you're all about it. Interesting. So that's annoying. So I remember, like, I didn't want to add him because I was just like, I'd rather them get to know me first... Okay. Because there's more, there's way more to me than me than just, just being, being trans. trans. You yes. know, like yeah. this is not my, I don't, it's not my identifier. Like it's not yeah. me. It is a part of my life, just like anything. Um, but it's not, it, sh- it shouldn't be the reason why you now love me. Yeah. Like I've had people that legit, <laughs> I had this girl who came up to me, who I used to know, who I used to play soccer with. Mm. And she was like, oh, like, She's like, yeah, the other day somebody asked me, like, how do I know you? And, and I told I told him, like, oh, yeah, that's my best friend. And they were talking about, like, how, you know, like, like he's trans, but he doesn't look like a girl. Like, he passes very well. Like, this is such a great-looking trans man, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, I told him that you were my best friend. I was like, why? <laughs> man, we haven't talked in years. <laughs> but she felt like it gave her that clout, yeah. I guess, for lack of a better term. Right, you know, right, right, just right. like made the it like makes them cooler interesting but like at my expense like that doesn't that's like me coming up to somebody like oh yeah victor's my best friend because like the person like just loves burmese people yeah you know and it's just like wow like that's your friend like it's not no. i'm sorry but me being your friend is not your like personality characteristic interesting you know yeah like, it's really not and it's sh- and then 
I think people should somewhat reflect on that. Like, what is that saying about what you have to offer? That you're, you know... I also read something the other day, and it was like, people, people like, don't rock with you until everybody starts rocking with you. Mm. And I was like, okay, Twitter. You know? <laughs> true, like, but chill. <laughs> yeah, true, but chill. But it's somewhat, you know, like, like let's say... People do that though. Like you, you'll walk into a bar, and it's just you, and you're just like, "Oh, look at this little cute little Asian man." Sure. He's drinking a beer. He looks like he would be interesting to talk to. And then whatever, you're just there. And then like, I show up. Dylan shows up. You know, uh, X Y Z. Our friends show up, and now we're all talking to you. And it's like, oh man, this kid's popular. This kid's cool. Like, now I'll go talk to him. But like, what stops people from doing that beforehand? And I try to not do that in my life at all. Mm. Where I'm just like, I don't, I don't care like who you're friends with or who you're not friends with. Like, are you a genuine person? I'll go talk to you. Shit, man. I, I think about that too because, I mean, <laughs> I'll, I, this podcast has been alive for about a year. Mm-hmm. And there are times where I get into my head. I'm like, damn, I've had some really cool people on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, that, I'm like my, that's up my like social dynamics and whatnot. No, it doesn't. Like, <laughs> work on your fucking self. Like, yeah. No matter who I mean, you have on the show, it's like... That's true. It kind of gets to your head. And it's kind of like... I don't, like... I hate... like That's that's why, I, like, I try not to be that person either. Yeah. Because I see it. Yeah. Like, even at work, like, all of a sudden... Because then, finally, they bullied me into getting my Instagram. I was like, fine, whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm apparently, have it! <laughs> I'm apparently 12 years old, and I can't not accept the friend request. Um... But whatever, and then I remember walking to the break room, and it's these two girls. I'm not going to name names because I don't know. But it's these two girls, and they're always talking. Like, they're, like, best friends, you know? And I walk in, it's dead silence. Oh, yeah, they were talking about and you. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so then I see the one, like, kind of, like, look for her jacket, you know, like, when you pretend to do something, like, mm. you're really focused. I'm like, bro, stop lying. You are not looking for your jacket that hard. <laughs> and whatever, like, I laughed it off or whatever, but, like, I know, you know, we know what the hell was going on here but it's just like and then all of a sudden it's like oh yeah mason's cool like oh now that you know that i'm trans i'm cool Mm. you know like it's it's annoying but then i was just like wow like this is gonna be like the rest of my life where like i get to meet people they get to know me and either they love me for me which would be great and then or you know, they're okay with me and then they figure out that I'm trans and then they're just like, oh, wow, like, I really like this kid. Yeah, but you're always in charge of who you keep around you. Yeah, exactly. And I say, I vote them off the boat. Thank you. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, it's hard sometimes, though. Because, like, I mean, either way, like, as tough skin as I want to have, like, things get to you. Yeah. You know, where you're just like, damn, that sucks. It's life and obviously in a perfect world, like, it wouldn't be a thing, but it is. Mm. Or even like we talk about like labeling. Like when I was younger, like I didn't know what to what what to call myself, you know, or I didn't realize what trans was. But I feel like labeling too sometimes makes me mad because I'm just like, you're boxing someone in. Yeah, I don't think it's fair. Interesting. Because think about it, all the like women I had in my life are like, how are you gonna box them? I remember, like, like, you know, my relationship for, like, five years. She was with me throughout my transition. Mm-hmm. And before, when she met me, I was a straight-up female. 
no transition, no nothing. Mm-hmm. And then I transitioned, and then she was still with me, mm-hmm. and I'm, oh, holy crap, male. You know, and it's kind of just like, everybody would ask her, like, well, what are you? And she would always identify as straight. Shit. You know, but like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But then, like, technically people are like, oh, then she could be pansexual. Oh, yeah. You know, because, like, then sex, like, gender doesn't matter to you, whatever. Right, but at right. the same time, it was almost like a, she didn't feel that way about everybody. It was just, like, me. Okay. So, like, I feel like it's not fair to, like, box someone in like that. Because cause then she'll go on to live her life, and maybe she's just with a guy. Maybe she's a girl. Right. It doesn't matter. But either way, it's kind of just, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like everyone in some way or form is fluid. Yeah. You know, depends on, I guess, the person, too. Some people are more open-minded. Some people are less. Right. Um, but I really don't. I think it's, like, because even that, that situation, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I like, I don't know what you would call yourself. Just name. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. it. That's it. That's all we can do. But, like, even, I remember I was reading some of your questions, and it was, like, first moments of dysphoria, right? And. I was, I was like, honestly, when I was younger in preschool, oh shit, it was definitely in preschool. I supposedly, I still find my mom on this, but I know she's right. I went to school as Catwoman. Okay. But in my head, I was Batman all day. Oh shit. I was freaking bad. I was walking around thinking I was bad, but I really wasn't. And then I saw a picture. I'm literally Catwoman. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, you're right. But like, I was like. In my head, I was, like, somehow coping. Okay. I was changing, like, what was actually happening in order to, like, deal with it. Yeah. Because I was in, like, an all-black thing. Just need a cape. Yeah. And I was just like, well, I'm Batman. Just walking around (laughs) happy. (laughs) Yeah. Just happy as shit. That's cool. But then I realized I wasn't. And then, uh, Hmm. yeah, I was just like, wow. But I didn't think about that until, like, I read that question. I was like, first moments. Or even, like, my name. So my name before was Megan, right? Yeah. And I, I knew other Megans who were female. But I never, like, I was like, okay, that Megan is a female and that name is female. But when I thought of my name, I was just, like, I was just me. It wasn't female. It wasn't male. It was just, like, that's just my name. Hmm. And, like... But the, I also think that's weird. I'm like, I, d- I gave myself like a no gender because I, like as a younger kid, I was like, okay, I, f- I, I, and like in my head, it was bonkers to be like, I'm a boy mom because I felt like that was far fetched. I'm like, I can't tell my mom that. I don't even know if that's true because I'm like, I don't look like a boy. I feel like one, mm. but I don't look like one. And I'm what? I'm six. How am I going to make an argument to my 30 year old mother? Right, but it's it. There's no denying that you felt it at such an early age. Yeah, I really feel like you're born with it. Oh my God! So then, that's like, one thousand percent. Like that whole argument of it's nature, it's bullshit. Mm. At least for me, I don't want to speak for everyone. You mean nurture? Sorry, yeah, sorry, right. nurture. So, like, yeah, it's that completely is nature. Straight bullshit. It's one hundred percent like it's in my blood. And there are people, parents out there, that think that it's pop culture or whatever people are watching on YouTube or TV or whatever they're they're consuming mm. is what is, you know, nurturing them towards a certain direction. And some parents would probably put a, you know, 
press the brakes for a second and be like, whoa, you're not even 18. Yeah. What part of you can make this decision? Yeah. You're not old enough. You're not mature enough to make this decision. I, yeah. I mean, I feel like my mom had that moment too where she was like, you, how can you know who you like yet? I'm like, you just know. Like, mm. And I, like even thinking about it, like I was, they have like, I told you, I, I watched the documentary if, but like they had the the thing in there where it was just like there's a whole bunch of like research that they've already done mm. that's legit like when you're in your womb and if you're female whatever with your chromosomes but you have a lot of testosterone come in there then that's when they see that like difference of like okay this per- this baby comes out female but turns out being trans like there's legit science and if people want to be like so like oh like you're either this or you're that then like let's listen to science like it's straight up telling you like i forgot what else is in there but there was stuff like no uh, doctors would make a decision for, yeah. for you you know or like i think it was like the hypothalamus where they would they studied that and it's like it's not even like the frontal lobe it's not even like the personality lobe that is like saying like you're male it's legit like other parts of your brain that are like just like how we breathe like very much just like like you think about yeah yeah. you would think like okay your frontal lobe okay that makes sense like maybe that got tweaked that got messed with through like if you want to say pop culture or whatever but it's legit like uh, the hypothalamus like that has to do with like your metabolism stuff like that and it's just like you you can't argue with that and i really i told you i try to change Mm -hmm. like i gave it a shot they just, I just nothing in me was like wanting to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always, I, I forgot who I was talking to, or if I saw it, I don't know if I read it somewhere. But it was like, you know, they talk about gay conversion therapy, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, I want to say it was a movie. I don't know. Is that but, to go like turn him straight? Yeah. Okay. So like, you know, gay guy, whatever, or father wants his son not to be gay, and so they send him to like gay conversion camp and then the mother like gets mad and it's kind of just like okay you're a straight man if i sat there and i rubbed balls in your face all day and just told you that this is what you like now are you gonna want to like suck on some balls nope exactly like it's not gonna work like i feel like that's another thing like people gotta realize like you you can't be so like closed-minded you have to really think of it from like other other avenues like, I'm huge on, like, metaphors. I'm always, like, trying to give people, like, analogies. And I'm like, okay, like, yeah. what if this? And then then it clicks, I feel, for some people. Right. You know, it's just, like, you need to be able to see it. And unfortunately, like, people need to see it somehow, like, unveil in their own life. Mm. You know, like, I knew somebody before who was Within very, maybe their circle or something. Yeah, like, super, like, angry toward homeless people. Okay. You know, like, oh, like, they're, they're bums. They don't do anything with mm-hmm. their life. They're probably on drugs. And my argument always was, I was like, that could be any of us at any at any point in time. I was like, you know this guy's story. I was like, what if this guy is a really stand-up guy? He spent all his money, you know, taking care of his mother's cancer bills, you know, and put himself in debt, and then she died, and then he, I don't know, got a little sad, maybe stopped going to work. And then now he's homeless. Like, everybody's story is not the same. So I'm just like, even 
like there's no reason to not be able to see that like like everybody's story is different you can't sit there and just be like oh that's that and this is that yeah you know same thing with me put them all in a box yeah i literally had no choice in the matter like it's just it is what it is like i really i feel like i tried but there's only so much you can do Mm -hmm. and now like i feel like i'm in like in between where like there's people kids now that do hormone blockers which i think is crazy dope right and but that's it's not as um because it's reversible in a way yeah like yeah that gives them like technically like a little extra time right right um and i feel like i don't think it's technically the kids that need time i feel like it's like the parents that need time (laughs) i feel like it makes them feel better yeah you know they're like okay like uh we'll give you some time to think about it and then the parents the kids said that yeah yeah like the kids are like okay you know, like, but this is for you. <laughs> yeah, honestly, though, because I, I, they, I feel like, I feel like they know. But I mean, your parents have raised you for how long, and they're telling you, like, you know, you probably like they're adamantly telling you, like, how could you know? How could you know? How could you know? And you're gonna second guess. You're 12. Mm-hmm. How are you not gonna second guess yourself over your parent who's literally taught you how to tie your shoe, put a fork to your mouth? You know, like you're gonna be like, okay, maybe there's a they have a point and then you obviously it's a big decision and how much would you walk back with your trail between your legs of like oh man mom made a mistake you know and then you've done irreversible things Mm -hmm. so i feel like yeah i feel like it's buying time for the parents to come to terms with it and to like for the kid to give like a reasonable argument like okay mom i've done your hormone blockers yeah I still feel the same let's, way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, let's move on with the process. So after, can we, let's go back to the mastectomies. Oh, okay. What, how, well, how did you feel after? Mm, in pain. Mm. <laughs> yeah. No, it hurt a lot. Yeah. Um, because, so it's all based on size. So like, if you have like A cups, mm-hmm. you could do keyhole. So it's like, they cut around your nipple, basically take your nipple off. And then they suction out the little fat, mm. and then they paste the back on, and then you're good. Sometimes they do a little, uh, like nipple reconstruction, because the a man's nipple is technically, I think, a dime size. Okay. They say, and women's nipples are bigger. The areola is bigger. Sure. Yeah. So they have to reconstruct it so it looks more like a man. Okay. Um, but for me, I wasn't able to do keyhole. In like the trans community, I feel like keyhole is like really nice because you don't have like the long scars. Mm-hmm. So like my scars are like around the nipple, which you can't really tell now because like everyone has like you know little, I don't want to say dots, but yeah, you know yeah, what I'm talking about yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know around your nipple. Yeah. So it kind of like blends in with that. Oh okay. And you have one down from the nipple, like a small incision, maybe like an inch, and then straight across. Yeah. Right, and that's because my brush probably like I think a B cup. Okay. So that's taking the fat out, and then they have to masculinize your chest. So they have to drop the nipple. They gotta, they gotta mm. make the nipple smaller, and they gotta give you more of like a box, right? A boxy look, right? And they gotta pull the skin because if you think about it, you have your, your boobs that are like taking up s- space and skin, right? So then you don't want saggy tits, even if you're a man, right? So then they like basically pull everything back, get rid of extra skin, and then they paste you back together. Oh shit! Um, but it's a lot. I remember I had had. 
I've had two scar revisions. Right. And now I'm done because I'm I'm sick and tired of it. Is that? Do you know if that's average? That needing the revisions. Honestly, I feel like yes. Just because. It's it's a like if you think it's pretty traumatic surgery like they're they're pulling they're ganking and i also feel like maybe because i'm just like always up and going i think if i like i went to back i went back to work earlier probably than i should have Mm. but that's because i needed money yeah i didn't have the time to really rest and like at ati like all we do is lift and move people Mm. Technically, I shouldn't be putting my hands over my head. I shouldn't be lifting anything crazy because I'm using those pectoral muscles. Yeah. So I went to work probably back a little too early, and it kind of caused, you know, like pulling, like, you know, like this. Oh, so, so wide in the scar? Or? Yeah, like right in the scar, like right here. So they were kind of like keloided, like very thick mm. scars. So then I needed to go back and get a revision, and that's why I was happy when I went to go work at Northwestern. Because we don't really lift and move there. Yeah. So even if I had to go back to work, it was very... Low key. Yeah, it wasn't like I had to be moving a whole lot. Um, But even then, like, it was a a damper on my pocket. Because you have to take time off. So not only am I paying seven grand on my pocket, but then I'm taking, like, a month to two off in order to heal. Wow. So I think I only took, like, three weeks to heal from my first surgery. And then I went back to work. And then my scar revision the first time, I did a little better. And then the second one, I was like, you know, I'm sick and tired of this. I can't be moving around. Like, I'm just going to give it time. And then I had a little better of a job. Mm. Um, so then when I did it, I still, they went back and they, like, fixed my uh, nipple again. Like, they made it a little smaller. Um, but I remember it cost more to knock you out. So I told him, I was like, it's fine, I'll stay awake. So I was awake, and oh they God. just, like, numbed the area, oh my you know? God. But that, honestly, that hurts so bad, and I think about and it And that's now. why you remember how traumatic it was. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but they, like, whatever, they numbed the area, and they cut it, and he's like, do you feel anything? I'm like, no. But I remember one time, I don't know if he didn't get to a certain spot, or, like, the numbing came off, and he cut, and I was like, hold, I feel it, I feel it. Wow. Yeah, and then he's like, okay, and then he went back and numbed it. Um but this is also why I'm <laughs> I'm always hating on Caitlyn Jenner. I hate her. I <laughs> oh, hate her shit. So okay. <laughs> Bro, I hate her. Because, like, I don't know. I feel like later on in life, when I get a little more settled and I make a little more money or I can, I don't know, be a voice of a cartoon <laughs> and make just stupid money for no reason, um... That I would like to give back. Like, mm. I feel like our statistics wise on going to college, having a career is, are pretty bad. You know, like, you, you step into the realm of like, number one, like, I'm growing up, I was a Hispanic female, you know, who technically I'm second generation. Um, my stats on, being anything in life are pretty low Mm. now we add like trans into the mix of it now they're even lower Mm -hmm. you know because they have a lot of like you know uh basically we need therapy like our our mental is pretty messed up up there 
So like it kind of puts a damper on your everyday life. Like you maybe they're more depressed, or you know if they do make it, if they don't go through the statistic of committing suicide, then you know like at that point it's like okay, like I want to do well, but I really don't have the resources because I'm sad thousand percent of the time. Yeah. So I feel like Caitlyn Jenner wants to like cry about like oh like I've given a voice to like trans people blah blah blah. But in my head, I'm just like, first of all, you, okay, I know you waited a long time transition. Like, I try to, like, be super nice or whatever. But you transition, you have, like, the best surgeons. Mm -hmm. You're not worrying about needing to go back to work. You're not worrying about the money that's going to pay for your top surgeons. You're not worried about, you know, any of that. And then your transition is one and done. Boom. Yeah, like, you're in the media or whatever. But now everybody knows. You know, like me, like, there's people in my family who now that I see at family parties, which is also very weird. That still don't. That still, or they don't know who I am, first of all. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, like, that I have to basically, I'm, I've already been four years now. Yeah. And everyone that I usually communicate on a daily basis, they know. I don't have to go over it. Right. But then I go to these family parties and they're like, who is this kid? Mm. And then, like, my family either has to tell them, like, in silence like oh like you know but sometimes it's like older people mm. you know like yeah. my older aunts who don't yeah. understand they're gonna be like what right that's that's a thing you know yeah um but yeah yeah like caitlin one and done like everybody knows you know it's not like she Weights has to off, go yeah. be yeah like awkward somewhere at a family party trying to eat a taco in peace hmm. um but and then, like, I don't know. Like, I would want to, like, like I don't know, do something. Like, put some scholarships up out there. Yeah. Like, if you're a trans female male or anybody in the community and you want to go to college, like, you people get scholarships for, like, wearing glasses. Like, it's a thousand bucks. Right. You know, for having that disability. Um, but, like, she does nothing like that. Or if she does, it's not really, I haven't heard about it. So I feel like, I don't know. It just seems she's very selfish in my head. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, even like, so my dad, I have an older brother, I told you, mm -hmm. but he's my half brother. Mm. So he's half white, half Mexican. So he's like this, he looks mostly white. He's like six foot two. I'm five four, wow. first of all. Yeah. And so he's like six two, white guy. And in my family, they know that my dad has two kids, basically. It has a boy and a girl. And, but everybody in my family, we're all small, you know, like my grandma's like four eleven, you know, like even all my girl cousins are like five feet. Um, so like they know they're like, okay, like I know Walter who's my dad has a boy and a girl. Right. But the boy, like they remember is a six foot white guy. Yeah. Like you'll remember that yeah. in my family. So then they see me and they're like, make any you know mm. so then like yeah. whatever they're trying to figure it out and stuff and i'm just like it's just it's annoying sometimes i'm just like how but they're like older too so it's like how am i gonna i'm gonna talk to my 70 year old aunt I'm like yes ma'am so this is uh the trans community mm. uh <laughs> you can use they them she you know like they're not gonna be like get out of my face <laughs> honestly and i would do the same if i'm old i'm like what are you talking about 
Because honestly, think about that. You're, like, you're you going to essentially up, flip their world upside down. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it's almost easier to just, like, leave them alone. Or, like, even, like, like my grandma was very strangely, like, okay with it. Oh. Like, she, like, I didn't tell them. My mom and dad told my grandma about me because I didn't have... I don't think I had the courage to do it because I was I was afraid of her reaction because I I love my grandma like I yeah. she basically raised me like my parents would go to uh, work and then my I'd be at home with my grandma and it's just like I liked I almost like to give people a second to have their first reaction on their own or not in front of me hmm. because it's like there's no pressure yeah then you can have your reaction like anything like you get mad and like thirty minutes later you calm down and then you're actually able to talk you know yeah. And I almost like to give people that time where it's just like, have your first reaction, make your first face. Because once I hear what you say, once I see you, I, I'm, I can't get rid of it. It's not going to come out of my head. Mm-hmm. And then we both have to live with that. And I just rather not do that to either one of us. You know, I don't want you to feel bad and I don't want to feel bad either. So, but she told my mom, she was just like, honestly, like, it's like, it's like she said, like, I, I've known it since he was little. Oh, no shit. Like he would do things like when he would go play and like, I, like I, I saw it like I, I knew it was oh, gonna cool. be a thing wow look at that yeah. that's cool obviously I don't think my grandma knew what trans was either but she was just like it's not like a normal girl oh yeah okay so she was just like okay not not a big deal but like hearing that stuff too I'm like damn like that solidifies it for me I'm just like cause I think even people got in my head of like is it like you know pop culture is it you know like all this stuff or like could I have changed it but I'm like, if no no one is in my ear when I'm three years old telling me right. to be a boy, right? Or telling me to do boy things, you know. So I'm just like, no, this is definitely how I just came out. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I, just, I feel like uh, growing up, it was it wasn't hard just because I don't know. I want to say it wasn't hard, but I just kind of lived in like. Like a little oblivious kid, I was just like, ah, like yeah, I'm just having a good you're time. You're not, not at the forefront of your, th- of your mind. Yeah, like, whatever. And that whole thing of like people saying like, oh, like it's 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 you know the TV doing it. It's like with anything where like a little bit of education gets out there. Like even they just said that with like people who are gay, just straight up gay. Like oh, like now obviously everyone wants to be gay. I'm like no, it's just become more acceptable. Or people understand how to, like, define themselves now. Or maybe now they're less scared to come out and say it. But, like, there's always been gay people. Yeah. I always make the argument. <laughs> I think my girl will choke me out if I say it one more time. That there's, like, birds that are homosexual. Mm. I'm like, that's really? in nature. Yeah. There's, a, there's hom- like, they, they choose their partners as male. Like, they might reproduce. Like, they, they'll go and, like, some of them reproduce with females. But then their partners, they'll have, like, male partners and just, like, be together yeah i'm just like how how do you fight that were you it's a bird (laughs) (laughs) the bird is not watching mtv yeah you know yeah were you religious at all growing up yeah my i grew up catholic um did that ever cross like the world like the religious world ever cross your mind yeah well i grew up catholic where like i had my first communion in your first communion, I think you're like in, I think, I want to say like first grade. Okay. Something like that. And it was, I did it, and I even wore a dress for that. Oh. Uh, 
but like I did it because I don't want to – first of all, like I don't want to get super religious, but like I do believe in like a higher power. I think it's ignorant for me to think that there's nothing above me. Right, there definitely right, is. Right. Um, and I remember like even with my family, like I just – it made them happy. You know, like, it was almost like a rite of passage. Like, oh, not, you know, like, everybody does their first communion. And mm-hmm. my family, like, I didn't grow up, obviously, rich. But, like, it was almost nice. Like, one thing that they don't, like, a first communion is not cheap. Like, they threw, like, a little party for me. And, like, all the time, like, my family, like, one thing I remember is, like, they'd always buy you a gold chain. Mm. Like, a gold chain, like, a little, uh, it's either, like, the Virgin Mary or, like, mm-hmm. you know, the cross. And... Again, like they, we don't, we didn't have like a lot of money, especially just spending something like on a gold chain. It's not food, not you know. It's important. Not, yeah, so I was just like, wow, like this means something to them that they're willing to like give me. So like when you're a baby, I don't know if you've ever seen little Hispanic babies, but they're usually just like iced out, just <laughs> everything. Uh, but so I remember that and realizing like, okay, like I just thought it was sweet. I was like, to me. My religion or being Catholic was more of, like, my bond with my family. Okay. You know, like, that's one thing for sure that we all have in common. And as I got older, obviously, like, I've had my own interpretation of things. Because, like, again, Catholicism was very, like, anti-gay. Yeah. This, that. And it was kind of just, like, I kind of boiled it down to intent. You know, like my intentions are pure in how I want to love somebody else. And I don't think, you know, they talk about God being all merciful and I feel like this is true. Like he, if he sees my intent is good, he's not going to hate on me for doing something that is deep inside of me. So I'm just like, that's kind of how I've learned to cope with it. I know even like my cousin uh, who's gay now, had trouble with it too because his parents were super religious mm. and he's like well, like i don't he's like i don't want them to be mad at me but in the end like they were fine with the two but it's just kind of like i always talk about like people who have anger issues and you i can tell i don't know if you can tell but i can tell people who have anger issues because i'm just like like sometimes they overcompensate mm. like they overly they're like super nice like if i'm mad about something like, I think it's okay to talk about it. Be like, okay, I didn't like that. But some people, like, they say, everything is good, everything's great, because, like, they're they're using... Bag Yeah. Because <laughs> they're, they're using, like, their, their little mechanisms or yeah. whatever because they, they know they're going to blow up. Right, right. I think about the same thing for religion, where, like, some people are, who are, like, over-religious sometimes scare me a little bit mm. because I feel like deep down in them, they Ooh. realize that there's something evil that they're trying to hide or they're trying to, like convinced god is not there Mm. so i feel like and he can see everything i don't know who you're trying to fool technically if you really believe in god but i'm just like i feel like as long as my intent is good and i'm just living my life truly as how i feel is right then everything would be good yeah because if i took it the way it is i first of all every i don't care what everybody picks and choose with with religion even people are super religious who are straight, have a wife, and then they go off and have an affair. You know what I mean? Like, give me a break. Yeah, it's hypocritical. Like, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's uh. And you recently um, converted. Yeah. 
How was how was that? I didn't even like this all happened so fast, right? So I got it. Yeah. Uh, so I converted to Islam. Yeah. And I I just one thing about that was like a big thing. Even when I like converted, the the people in the mosque were like, "How did you like? How did you like undress it to see that like it's not ISIS, basically?" They asked you this. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because they were like, a lot of people have like the bad, like a, like Islam has a bad stigma to it because of like yeah. this and all that and stuff. And I was like, honestly, like I'm a pretty open minded guy. Like I do my research before I start judging things. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's my mom knows about like everybody knows about it, and I feel like the main major thing is just like it's still God. It's just a different word. It's Allah, but it's mm-hmm. God, and you don't. You don't worship anything else, really. Like in Catholicism, it's like Jesus and all these mm. saints and stuff. And to me, like Islam is like you just go straight to the source. Hmm. Like I'm not gonna finic like mess around with all these little things. Like I'm just gonna talk to God, because at the end He makes my judgment. So why am I gonna talk to somebody else? Interesting. Um, so yeah, I converted. When did I convert? Was it like four or five months ago? Feels longer, but okay. maybe six. I don't know. But but did being trans have any play with that? With like converting? Yeah. Do they? I mean, I don't, I don't. I'm not familiar. So like, do they have anything in their scripts that say talk about that? Mm, I feel like maybe not being trans, but being like gay. I think they have stuff like that. Um, but again, like when I was converting, it was I wasn't really. I feel like in every religion, there's like little things like that that like. But do you, do you think they would have? So did you disclose it? No. Mm. So do you think they would have been as accepting if you did? Had, had Probably not. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think. But they you yourself know what your intent is, so yeah. that's what you were okay with. Yeah, exactly. Like I. Yeah, I didn't want to deal with that. It's another. Yeah, we talked. That that was like the majority of this episode, just like opening a can of worms. Yeah, and I was like. That's difficult too. Like, yeah, I just, I didn't. Like, if it, if it comes up, it comes up. Right. Like, I would have. I don't. Mm, that's so weird <laughs> to think about. Like, I, I would have disclosed it if they truly asked. But like, you yeah. look at me, they're not gonna be like, "Are you, are you trans?" They're not gonna say that, you know. And it was kind of like. But what if you weren't as passable? Yeah, I don't know. Right. I don't know what that would have been like for me. But at the same time, like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I wish, now I, I wish I would have brought it up. But I feel like that's with, like, any religion or type of thing. Like, people are kind of, like, on that, like, don't ask, don't tell type of thing. Mm. Where it's like, oh, I'm not going to ask you, and you don't got to tell me. But, like, I feel like that's just, like, a, a side a side part where it's, like, the main thing is, like, you believe in God. Yeah. You know? Like, I really didn't find it necessary to bring up because I know that it's not going to change how I practice. Right. You know? Right. And that's what really matters. Yeah. And I don't want to sit there and have to explain to somebody either that that, that, that me being trans is not going to change how I practice or Because then, then you're just going to have to convince them that it's not going to affect how you practice it. Yeah. And it's just, like, wasting my breath. Because either they're going to understand at the end of the day or they're not. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of things that I try 
like that's also why like we talk about my Instagram, right? Yeah. And I'm pretty open about things because I feel like f- for the most part, I am like, mm, I want, I'm going to toot my own horn, but like a stronger person with like where I am in life and who I am, mm-hmm. where I love, I like answering questions for people like instead of them asking someone who's maybe not as comfortable or someone who's maybe not as confident in themselves because I'd rather take that heat than someone else who's kind of like on the cusp of like, I don't want to say committing suicide, but it's a very real thing. Like a lot of trans people commit suicide. Like I watched that documentary and I was like, holy crap, how am I here? Like, how am I alive? How am I, how do I have like a bachelor's in nursing? How do I have a job? Mm. You know, like, I see sometimes I feel like I should give myself a little more credit because I'm just like, I don't know, I'm just doing what I got to do. Like, you got to keep moving. Um, but there's there's so much that people go on, like, go through behind the scenes mm-hmm. that I know happens, but, like, obviously you're not going to ask. But I'd rather be that person to, like, m- more or less, like, advocate for them and, like, answer questions so they don't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, or, like, that way that many ignorant people aren't walking around like yeah. kind of making their life even more hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that's what this episode's about. So yeah, thank, right? thank you, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, But, I mean, other than that, my life's pretty chill. Just a regular, regular person. I don't know. Hmm. Um, I've gotten so used to it that now, like, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Like, everybody wants to ask me about it. Cool. The thing, the only thing that makes me mad is when people want to talk about it just for gossip purposes. Uh, yeah. It's just yeah. like, if you really were curious, and you would just come to the source. Everybody learns when you're a little kid, your primary source is the best source. True. And we talked about this off camera, but mm. um, about there are those that are maybe more sensitive to it. And mm. so they maybe want to get their bearings straight before they do come to the source. And I, I hope mm. they're doing it because they do want to eventually come to the source and not just for the sake of gossiping. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, like we we ended up walking on eggshells sometimes because we don't want to hurt someone else's feelings. Yeah, and so it's very cool when we when we do come across someone that is very open and and willing to share. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of cool. You are very cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, like, uh, yeah, I feel like people. There's other things that like I still would like to do with like who I am because I was even like I talk about it to some people like some people see like trans men right and not everybody's voice drops the way mine dropped okay you know where they still kind of have like a feminine voice Mm -hmm. or not everyone can really grow a beard or you know like not everyone like I religiously work out it's kind of annoying sometimes you know like that's what it ends up becoming yeah so like I (laughs) But, th- like, I need it. Like, if I don't go work out for a while, I got, I start to get, like, that dysphoria of, like, I'm turning back into a girl. Holy shit. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm your too. definition of, of being a man is, is having muscles. Yeah. It's part of it. Yeah. So, okay. like, that um, that helps me. You know, it's kind of like anybody. Like, when they go work out and they come home, like, damn, I feel skinny. Mm. You know, but, like, you're really not any skinnier. But it's just that mental break of, like, That's okay, I worked out. I, su- I, had, I sweat a little bit. And then you, you come home, and you're, like, looking yourself in the mirror, and you're like, yeah, I fit better in these pants. You really don't. <laughs> but, like, that's how I feel, too. Like, if I, that's why I feel like I work out so much. Yeah. Like, I probably work out, like, five days a week if I'm 
super lucky, like six. How's how's chest day for you? Is that okay? Like, is it no issues with yeah, no building chest muscle? No. Interesting. Okay. Not that I've seen. Yeah. I mean, my, like some, I think do have issues with it because of like the way they uh, make their incisions or like the way their pectoral muscles. Sometimes I think some like their pectoral muscles get like a little cut, mm. like a little messed up. So like they might have like a little bit of issue. Ooh, but that is also one thing I want to talk to you about. So. I think the biggest thing is, like, for instance, right now, the way you're sitting. I know. Is, I, I'm, I think it's, I'm conscious about it. It's techni- feminine. Like, technically feminine, right? Yeah. And I remember when I started to transition, and this thing is, this is huge. I remember, like, always, like, I technically couldn't do anything feminine. Because, like, people want to nitpick. Or, like, even when people start to find out that I'm trans. Like, I'll go to a party and, like, now I'm completely comfortable with myself. So, you will, you'll see me. You'll see me, like, twerking. Yeah. I'll do, like, little stupid voices or I'll, like, just do things that... Guys wish they can twerk. Yeah, honestly. Like, <laughs> I, I have a lot of friends that help me out. Uh, but, you know, like, I'll do things that maybe before I wasn't comfortable with. But now I am. But that was because, like, people would see me, like, oh, like he's like that because he used to be a girl or like you know what i mean interesting yeah, yeah but there's yeah. things like technically you cisgender male you sit like that there's nothing wrong with it but me transitioning like i can't sit like that because if i were to do that someone would nitpick right it'd be like oh he does that because he used to be a girl he's probably was used to wearing dresses you know but yeah. for you to do it is not a big deal you know like no one says like oh he does that because this like, oh, he just does that yeah so that was that's de- like it's super annoying, and that's another thing that like when people like meet me first and then find that I'm trans, and then later on they'd be like, "Oh, that's why he's like that." Like, no, bro, like that's not why I'm like that. Like, I'm just like that. Like, there's men who are feminine, you know, cisgender who are that's feminine. Where there's I, men when you said like there's this fluidness and like, yeah, like we all have a, a different range of masculinity and femininity. Yeah, and I was like super afraid before of like being myself like truly myself because i feel like i'm always like i like making people laugh so i'm like goofy and i think it's funny like you see like some dude that obviously like i'm somewhat fit work out a lot whatever and he, you just see him in the middle of the dance floor twerking on his girl like you know he's just like what is wrong with this man <laughs> nothing's yeah. wrong with this man <laughs> like, he's, he's just fucking living his best time. life <laughs> yeah and it always makes people even other people me feel more comfortable like damn like i can do weird shit too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like it's okay when when you see someone else living living their own yeah for themselves like oh i can i'll, I'll live for myself exactly or like even being like around like you and dylan is very uh like both of you i feel like push the boundaries of like what's masculine what's feminine what what's weird what's not weird like mm-hmm. i feel like when i'm around both it's like nothing's weird you know i'm like hey so the other day i just want to talk about my butt real quick you know like <laughs> I don't know. Like we just talk about the weirdest, and it's fine. Yeah. But that's because neither one of you are questioning me either. Like, oh, like he's not, or like in the midst of transition, some people are like, "Are you sure mm. you want to be a male because you still do this?" Oh. You know, but like people do that, and okay. like people still do that to other people, and I feel like that was my biggest struggle when I was trans. Like I can't twerk anymore. Uh, and I was so sad. Psych. <laughs> yeah. But like obviously I got I yeah. got back to it or whatever, but like 
that was like a definite thing that I feel like a lot of people struggle with. Where just like okay. they're gonna nitpick at you, but you have to. I didn't realize till later that I'm like, because then you start like looking around you, and you start seeing like how other men act. Because there's straight right, men. Like, what's the that, definition like, of being a you know? It's yeah, like, that like have more like feminine qualities or like some people think they're gay but they have whole ass wives. They just dress nice, you know. It's just like tendencies. Everybody has. They're just their own personality. But I feel like if you're transitioning, then you feel like you have to be the definition of macho man. Mm. Like you can't do anything in between. So what's that mean? Are you going to stop working out, Mason? Absolutely not. <laughs> I love working out. But you're doing it for you. Yeah. yeah. No, I like yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the way it feels. Okay. And also, I've always been a competitive person. Like I played soccer since I was four. Yeah. And I stopped playing, which was also saddening because I was surprised supposed to go play for Loyola when I had to make that decision of like am I going to transition or am I going to go play soccer yeah and I played soccer so I was four, like I loved it and I was just like mm, mentally I have to transition like I can't interesting but I also didn't feel confident enough to like go play for the men's team and I didn't know how that would work either so what do you think the future of of sports is then for the trans community I don't know is there going to be a whole trans? I mean, is that? I'm sure they do. They want to. Do you guys want to be part of like a, the guys and girls, or do you want your own section? Like, how does that work? I don't like. I think about it, and I feel like me now. I would want to just be in a regular men's team. Okay. But then I think maybe but like what about going the transition other, me. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, like while you're transitioning, I would <clears throat> probably. And that's funny because I played co-ed when I was like mid, like middle transition. Right. Like I did co-ed, like rec, like soccer, and that made me feel that like you're. I mean, Maybe, but boys, what if someone doesn't want to settle? You know. Yeah, that's. I don't know because but, I think about it too because it wouldn't be, but that's such a hard spectrum too because like even if we're on a trans team, like I'd say it's like a. There's still FTM gonna it's team. gonna still seem like a co-ed team. Yeah. So like if. Let's say it's just straight up FTM, like female to male, tr- like trans men. Oh, okay, okay. I, I wouldn't feel fair if it's like someone at the beginning of the transition than me, who's mm. been working out for four years, has testosterone, like flowing through me, at a higher level, than that person. And then you know, then it seems unfair again. I wonder if you have more testosterone than say me. No. Oh. Alex thinks the same thing, and I want to punch him in the face for oh, it. Oh, does he? I just the thought just came in my head. No, yeah. So like all the time, we go work out, and like Alex is a big guy. He's like <laughs> six foot something. I mean, he's six feet, and he's like. We love you, Alex. Yeah, like two twenty or something. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, whatever. We can lift the same weight. There's some things that he lifts more than me. Obviously, because he's a bigger man. But he's like, it's not fair. You're cheating. You you give yourself shots. I was like, Alex, it's not cheating. It's just that like you produce it naturally i have to inject it but my doctor uh has a range in which he wants me to be in which is the same range that you're in as a male interesting so we have the same amount of testosterone flowing through us the only nice thing about you is you get like a steady flow i get like now with the new injection thing that i have it's better but before it's like i get a surge of testosterone when i have to take my shot yeah and then it basically dwindles off until it's nothing basically 
and then another surge. I remember you talking about like the side effects of like breaking out and things yeah, like really that, sucked. right? Yeah, going through puberty twice. Fuck, is it twice twice a month? No, I'm just saying like I went through puberty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's once a week. Now I once take it, Holy and it's shit. like, I think it's technically sub Q, but it's like an EpiPen. Because before EpiPens like like the needles like fucking. Yeah, but listen, this is ten times better than what it used to be because before, it was intramuscular. Okay. And then needles like. This oh my big. god. Yeah, and it's like, an eighteen gauge. Yeah. So I'm drawing it up, and I have to inject it in my thigh, once a week, and now it's an EpiPen. That's like in my stomach, so I like pinch some. It's kind of like insulin, huh? Yeah, and oh. I, oh. and then, but the needle is super thin. Yeah, and it, I just hold it there for whatever ten seconds, and then it's done. And it's, <clears throat> I think it's sub Q, I should know. I'm pretty sure it's sub Q. Yeah, and it kind of gives me more like a steady slow release. Yeah, because like before acne was hell. Yeah, like now it's still there, and I feel like eventually, because I feel like. When I first transitioned, you're, like, 12 again. You know, you have, like, 12, 14. You have stupid acne. You're going through your little growing pains, whatever. And now I feel like I feel like 16, 17 as a mm-hmm. boy. So now, like, it's you still struggle with acne a little bit. But I feel like as time goes on, like, it'll, it'll clear up some Okay. More. But, uh, yeah, that's 10 times better than what it used to be. Oh, good to hear. Yeah. Um, with, the, with the sports thing, what about the other side of the coin if um, it's male to female? Ooh. And and they were trying to go into the play around with the females. So, do they do? Do they? We were talking about bathrooms. Remember we were talking about bathrooms? No. No, I'm talking about. Oh, sorry. Me and Dylan were talking about bathrooms. Oh. Because we were. I, I made her watch this stupid documentary okay. with me. <laughs> and uh. So like that, I feel like it's so hard. Like if you're a male. And you're talking about a male to female who's now trying to play with like other cis females. I, f- and I feel like it's cool to be like, oh, there's a certain criteria you have to meet where it's like you have to have some type of breast development. You know what I mean? To like you have to check these boxes and then you can play with the females. I feel like that's that's going to be taken as mean. But I feel like on the whole sports world, everything is like trying to make things like equal. Like technically like, because you're not like even as a, you're not allowed to take like performance enhancement drugs. You know, and you have to like, uh, like if you if you're from the U.S., you have to play for the U.S. Like in the Olympics, like right. you can't go play for somewhere else where height's a different thing, stuff like that. So I feel like that's very tricky because. But it's it's like muscular development. Yeah, like that. I think is the largest argument. But if you think about it, female or yeah, male to female. Depending on what age you do it, because like, what would be the criteria? Because if you have hormone blockers and you're male to female, then you would never really develop that shoulder widening. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but if you were 25 and then you then you change, right? You still have broad shoulders, right? You still get that height, right? The bone structure, right? And all so that. even if you transition back, like, you still kind of have all those things that can give you a one up on cis females. And I feel like then that they they would make a good argument. Of like why not so i feel like why not what like they make a good army of like why they should be allowed to right. play with right. cis females right and i would i couldn't even knock it <laughs> like i want to but i can't you know like you 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 got broad shoulders you look like a linebacker you know? 
But there's, I mean, there's also women who are bigger yeah. built. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, but it's just know. not the it's norm. Just, yeah, it's, it's, it'll be, I think with time, like, they'll figure out, like, the little tidbits of it. And honestly, with time, I also feel like there will be less people transitioning at older age. Because mm. if you think about this. Because now. it's being more accepted now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't take me till, what, 20 years old to transition because I don't even know what the hell trans means. You know, because I feel like if I knew the definition before, I would I would have definitely transitioned before. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. So I feel like eventually, it wouldn't be so hard of a decision to make. Yeah. But it would still probably be a criteria of like, okay, if you transition before the age of twelve, then you uh, can. Okay. You know, okay. before before you go through puberty as that gender and you transition to another one, then you you could be considered cis. Or I don't want to say could be considered cis, but play with the cis female or a right, cis male team. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, but then they have their own league. Oh, I mean, yeah, that could be a thing too. Because if the community builds enough, there's going to be enough people. Yeah. But I wonder if that community wants to play with everyone else, you know? I think there's probably both ends of that spectrum. Yeah. Because I would like to play with everyone Because if you want to, if you want to be the best at something, you gotta, you gotta play with everyone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I would also want, like, I'd want both. Yeah. I'd want to play with the guys, and then I'd also, like, want to play with, like, other trans people. Okay. Just for, like, community-based. Like, that'd be fun to, yeah. like, know. Maybe that's something you can start, too. You were even yeah. asking me, like, if I knew any, like, other, and I really don't. Like, I don't have any trans friends or anything like that. Yeah. I don't, I, I know, I know we exist, obviously. But not like I mean, do you, do you and a, do you know anybody else? Not as, not like personally. Not personally, but yeah. Yeah. Just maybe because because I've just come across so many people with the class. Yes, yeah. but yeah, not personally. Yeah. So I'm just like I don't, like, and then I don't know, because I also don't want to be friends with someone just because they're trans. Right. Right. You know. Right, so I'm right. just like yeah, we talked about that earlier. Me too. and you, like on a regular basis would not be friends <laughs> like if it matches up just we're like, because yeah I, yeah um so like i just again like that's me being someone that i don't like where like they're just friends with me because i'm trans right not because right. of me like let's just it's kind of it's, i don't know it is what it is um and you talked you mentioned bathrooms earlier with dylan what, what was like um, what was that conversation like <laughs> we were talking about i was just like dylan look at me look at me in the face First of all, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I was like, look, I was like, if I walked into your bathroom, would you feel comfortable? She's like, no, I would scream. And I was like, exactly. So they were having that whole argument of uh, how trans people should not be allowed to use the bathroom that they feel like they assign themselves it to. It depends on what we're, we're in the journey they're at. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Everybody, Everything's so black and white in the pol- political world. Yeah. Like, they're not... They're not looking at that. I'm like, are you joking? Like, you know how pissed some lady would be if she saw me in the bathroom? She'd be like, what the hell are you doing? You know? Like, that same person made the argument of, like, well, I don't want, you know, some some guy who's transitioning to female to be in my bathroom. Like, you would be weirded out if I walked into your bathroom. If I had to walk into the bathroom that I was assigned at birth, you would start screaming. Then you might change your mind. 
you know, then you might have a little so more. So she like, she said absolutely not when you were. What if you were like earlier in the journey with while you like closer to Megan than Mason? With Dill. Yeah, or just in people like in, general. in general. Like you're passable. Like that's why we say that now. But like, yeah. what if you weren't? See, and then but oh. that's what I'm saying though. But like, you can't sit there and make a law. And say you have to, because then I'd have to walk into the girls' bathroom still. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, if I was, even but before d- didn't I transitioned, they, yeah. I used to go into the men's bathroom. Okay. Because I didn't feel comfortable. I told, it's kind of, like, throughout high school, I would use the bathroom before I, before I left for school. Right. And then I would hold it the entire time. In that documentary, there was a, a, a kid that... They're like, well, just go to the nurse's office. Yeah. Well, you know how freaking far the nurse's Exa- office yeah. is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to, you know, like, the other th- like, so I wouldn't use the bathroom because I had one experience where, so I had, I had short hair. Yeah. And even though, like, if someone were to look at me and, like, hear my voice, they would eventually be able to figure out that I was a girl. Yeah. Uh, at first glance, like. They wouldn't. So I didn't like how uncomfortable I made girls in the girls' bathroom. Mm. Like they'd almost like have. We start, we talk about like let the people have their first like, oh my god, even and without me there. But, but they would do that. Back like, then, people or people's perception of you were just like, Megan's gay. Yeah. So then, so then they shouldn't have been freaking out because. Well, I had a bigger high school, so like everyone, a lot of people knew me. But it's not like everyone I walked into the bathroom with knew that I was Megan and I was gay. Like, they just saw, like... But even then, it's, like, it's still different than being trans. Yeah. But technically, you could have called me trans when I was a kid, but I just wouldn't Oh, well, looking back, for yeah. sure. Because I was, but, like, I had short hair. But that's what I'm saying. It just, I, I didn't feel right yeah. making them so uncomfortable. Right. You know, like, I kind of did it at my own discretion. I started using the guy's bathroom... Like when I was out in public, because and got like when I walked in, got no one bad in an eye. Even back then. Even back then, and I when I was straight up, no hormones, no uh, chest masculinization, just short hair oh. and boy clothes. Oh wow! Like and I went to the guy's bathroom. No one's. I never had. Were a you reaction. worried about anything happening? Yeah, I mean, I still was. I think I still somewhat am sometimes. No, dude, you're good now. Well, it depends, like. When before all my surgeries, when I still had to sit down to pee, I was afraid of that. Yeah. Because I had like a, I had a teacher who's a science teacher and he was like super cool. And I saw him posting on Facebook when I was younger and it was legit like, uh, I just heard a grown man sit down and pee. What the fuck? And like he was making fun of it. Wow. You know, and. I was just like, that scared me because I read that. This is my science teacher. He's like super open guy, super dope. And him is like basically commenting on how a man goes pee in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And before like I had all my surgeon stuff and I would still have to sit down and pee, like that was worrisome. I was just like, shit. Or like I would, I would, <laughs> it sounds stupid, but like I would have to, I would like flush a toilet and like just force my pee out right right so like they wouldn't be able to hear me peeing sitting down so maybe they think i'm like taking a fucking shit and then like there's always cracks in doors and then you have to wipe yourself when you're a female you know so like hurry up try and do that but make it look like you're wiping your ass yeah um type of thing and this is something i don't think i've ever said this out loud but like you oh, know shit. like that's just something that like you worry about yeah 
because for some reason some men are like i don't know why are you listening to this other guy go to the bathroom i don't know but it's a thing hmm. um so yeah i always i always felt better going to the guys but only for those instances where i'm just like i hope i have to poop today mm-hmm. so i can just do them all both at the same time <laughs> and then you can smell my shit and then we'll be okay but um interesting most people aren't excited about pooping in public <laughs> yeah but, yeah yeah i hear you i definitely was but like yeah like i said like in high school i would hold it and then there was one day where there was a girl who because in the bathroom uh women in hijabs can take their hijab off and like you know because all the women are allowed to see them but men aren't and so i walked in one day and i could she had her hijab off and then she kind of like scurried to put it back on mm. and i felt so bad and after oh. that, like, I never went to the girls' bathroom again. Cause oh. I was just like, oh, sh-. like, I know yeah. technically, like, I am female. And that's not, like, I'm not, you know, doing anything against your, you know. what. But they don't know, yeah. Right, but in your head, I was a guy that just walked in and seen your hair. Oh. And I was like, I'm not doing that again. Interesting. So then I was just went to the guys' bathroom. But, like, yeah. So, I'm like, stuff like that, I'm just, like, I guess – in some ways, I guess you can make an argument for both sides, but I feel like there's a better argument for just having, like, gender-neutral bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Which is what they're moving towards. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I wouldn't... I don't know. I don't think it's fair for, like, you saying you definitely have to go to the guy's bathroom or you definitely have to go to the girl's bathroom. Yeah. Because at the most part, like, I'm, I'm fully aware... A lot of trans people, I think, are fully aware of how they are perceived by people we're literally just staring at people's faces all day either being like shocked by us or like them like it's really strange talking to somebody and like having a conversation and then all of a sudden see like a switch go off in their head and their like mentality and like mood change to you because like oh shit like i thought i was talking to a guy but this is really a girl Mm, you know yeah and then now it's different and then it's like then you feel bad yeah. But that's also when I was younger, like, when I'm in the midst of my transition, like, I've definitely gotten more confident, but I could not really look people in the eyes and talk. Yeah. Because the more I made eye contact, the more, like, I didn't just hurry up and say what I had to say is when they would figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then I have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So I would, I wouldn't make eye contact because then they wouldn't be able to kind of, like, look at my bone structure. Right. Listen to my, you know, they're like, oh, maybe he's just like a 13-year-old kid going through puberty. Like I've always had a baby face, you know. So like maybe yeah. it's just like like you know younger, younger boy. Mm. Um, but yeah, those are my struggles. Yeah, man. That is my trauma. Can you can you, and then so, I think that's a good transition to bottom surgery. Yeah. When did you like decide like make that decision? Mm, when it got, like enough dysphoria came in. Okay. Where it was, I'm sick of flushing the toilet and forcing my pee out. Would would you have done that um, before top surgery if you could have? No. Oh, okay. I feel like bottom surgery for a lot of people is nerve-wracking. It's more drastic. Yeah, and I feel like for female or male to female, it's they have it down-packed. Like the science is the down. The surgeons. Like, right. Like okay. the, the penis, they basically just like split it open invert it and you have a vagina okay and you can get like arousal sensation all that but with like male to female or the other way around sorry female to male yeah that's what i meant female to male um it's 
they don't have it down packed. Okay. Where it's definitely more like you have to like like a lot of times some people still can't stand to pee oh. or there's complications, there's huge risk with infection. Um, it's such a long process, like there's two different types of surgery you can get. Right? There's you wanna know the surgery? Do you know the surgeries? There's like there's two? There's two. There's yeah. like phalloplasty and metoidoplasty. So yeah. phalloplasty is like you get like a full phallus. Yeah. Same size or whatever. But then you have like a bunch of scars on your body from taking skin. And you can't. The problem with it too is that like, you know, like a, a normal. I don't want to say normal, but we'll say normal. Male's penis like before when it's flaccid, it's a different size from when it's erect. Mm-hmm. So with like. Uh, one that's made from your skin. The, there is no change in size. Mm, it's just, it's all, right. yeah, okay. So it's, a lot of them also have, like, you have to be like, am I going to have more dysphoria by making it seem like I look like I have a boner all day long? Oh. Because it's always, like, that big. somewhat firm and oh. big. And then you have to go a year later to get, like, are they do it to, like, older men who can't get an erection anymore? Where they put like a like a penis pump in okay. to get erect, and they put like it in one of your one of your balls. Yeah, a switch, right? Yeah. Okay. Or you pump it. Oh, pump it all. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then it like whatever uh, becomes erect, but like yeah, the science is not there. Where the sensation might not come back all the way, oh. you might not be able to be erect the way you thought you could, and then that's like what two years of straight healing. Oh. Or you could do the metoidoplasty where you kind of keep everything and kind of just, like, release the clitoris. And it kind of, like, you, they take, like, some uh, skin from inside of your cheek to, oh. like, create more phallus. So it's kind of, like, it, it can withstand being moist, stuff like that. Oh, okay. But, I mean, a lot that I've seen, like, on YouTube and stuff when I was, like, trying to make my decision, it was, like, very, it's scary. Because, like, you might, because everybody likes to orgasm. I don't care what you say. Yeah. And the thought of being able to Not, lose that sensation oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah. scary. Like, imagine if you couldn't feel the tip of your penis anymore. Yeah. You know, or they said, like, this is either could be super good for you or no more orgasms. Or you can, but it's going to be super dull. Oh, wow. And, like, like super, uh, 25. Yeah. To live the rest of your life after that. Like, like rabbits at that point. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm just ready to go. <laughs> but, like, honestly, I, like, if you don't want to take that risk. So I feel like... A lot of times, um, when people are trying to make the decision to do it, I'm like, honestly, if you're happy, if your partner's happy with you, then, like, just do what feels... Like, if you really have that much bottom dysphoria, then do it. If you feel like it's life or death, then do it. But if you're just doing it because you think that, like, someone will accept you more, I don't think that's true. Like, you just... You gotta do what's best for you and what feels best for you, too. Yeah. Cause it's, I don't think it's worth it if it's losing an orgasm or, yeah. Cause a lot of times people have like constant infections or UTIs and like getting older, stuff like that. Um, and I know you're, you're out of the, the dating pool now, but like mm-hmm. at what point, I mean, and it's very situational, but like, do you disclose that when you're dating? Ooh. Yeah. So like that was, so I got out of a very long relationship Yeah. where I went through my transition Right, they know so everything. There was, right. Yeah, there was no explaining to do. And then when I began to date again, 
that was probably the most nerve-wracking thing I've ever done. Mm. And that was probably one of the biggest things that, like, I was afraid of when coming out of that relationship was, like, how am I, like, as dramatic as it sounds, like, how am I going to get somebody to love me? Mm. Like, I feel, I feel like a weirdo, you know, in a sense. Yeah. So, like, I have to explain everything. I have to explain scars in my body. I have to explain how my body works or what my genitalia looks like. Um, and I remember the person that I ended up, who I'm now, like, engaged to, yeah. like, was, all, like, very much very understanding and, like, allowed me to kind of do it at my own pace. Oh, wow. And later on, she told me, she's like, I mean, I knew already. I was just, like, waiting for you to feel comfortable with it. Oh, I didn't know that. So you guys knew each other? No, like, I think, well, like, you know, like, the same type of gossip that went around oh. from school. Like, oh, like, he's training. I, you know, I think I, you guys went to school together. Yeah. I had no idea. We I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So, like, she knew I was trans. But, like, obviously, oh. like, bottom-wise, like, I feel like not everybody. No, yeah. And I really, that's one thing that, like, I've discussed with her. I'm like, I don't think anybody needs to know what's in my pants. No. You know, like, unless you're physically going to be interacting with me in that way, yeah. it is not necessary. No. So I feel like that's definitely one question that if I were to, like, advise anybody not to ask a trans person, it's that. Mm. You know, like, just leave it alone. Unless yeah. you're... You don't, you don't go around asking your bros, like, how, so how, how big is it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does it look like? Yeah, no, is it... It's a look? No. Um, Can't turn to the side. <laughs> no, honestly, but, like, I'm just, like, I just don't... Don't ask it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and I stick by that because even, like, her, when I was talking, she never even asked me. Mm. And I was, like, this is definitely someone who is trying to, like... We're trying to do... Be more... Be, like, romantically involved. And she never even asked me because wow. it didn't... It didn't matter. You know, like, yeah. everyone will figure out a way to have sex. Yeah. You know? Um, so, I remember it being super nerve-wracking, and I didn't know what to do, and I was just like, um, please love me. No, mm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 the love of God. <laughs> no, but, yeah, like, it was kind of just like, I hope this doesn't turn you off, but it was also kind of like, I was prepared for it. Yeah. And trying to be understanding, like, I understand, like, if this is something that is too much for you to deal with. Mm. But let me know. Don't try to, like, lie and be like, oh, no, it's not a big deal. And then later on, I have to deal with you being like, okay, never mind. I'm joking. Mm. You know? Like, mm -hmm. no, don't let it be, like, a little lusty thing where right now you're okay with it, but later on you're not. Um, so, yeah, I feel like having that conversation is necessary. And I remember talking to Dylan, too, about it because I was just like, I don't know how to bring it up. She's like, just bring it up. I was like, yeah, Dylan, but, like, you've never, like, Dylan's a cis female. Yeah. So she's never really, like, had to explain something like that in a sense. And you, both of you are very, like, open with stuff like that. And I feel like, what's the craziest thing you had to explain to somebody about your body that's not the norm? You know, like, everything might be, yeah. you know, like, I might have this weird kink. Right. But there's nothing that I'm that's like, okay, yeah, by the way, like I have this on my body. Like it's nothing crazy. Like you don't go to girl, I'm like, hey, did you know like I have I have a penis? Yeah. And she's like, holy shit. <laughs> you know, like to, no one does that because like that's normal. But like having to like go to somebody and legit tell them like, okay, I have this. Yeah. How do you, will you, will you play with? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I don't know. But um, so it was, I don't even like, Sometimes people will, like, 
messaged me on Instagram and asked me about like how I transition or like how like what doctor I go to mm-hmm. um, or like top surgery, bottom surgery type things. And I love answering those questions. Um, and they'll ask me like, well, how did you tell your parents or how do you do this or do that? And I'm just like, I feel like everyone is different. Like I wrote my parents a letter. Mm. Well, I wrote my dad a letter. Mm. I told my mom like in person, but my dad, I feel like is very much like, uh, I don't know. I feel like that's saddening. Like you, you have a daughter, you have a little girl and now like, now you got it's a like, son. Yeah. But it's like, it's almost heartbreaking. Cause like, yeah. I feel like dads love their daughters, like, you know? Um, but yeah, like, so I feel like everyone is different and you have to figure out like, like how, like, you know, your parents, you know, your family, you know, your friends, figure out how it's most comfortable to tell them, mm-hmm. you know? And like, even with like whoever you're dating, I feel like in my head, I was just like, I'm going to have to talk about it eventually. And if anything, it just weeds out a pers- one person who is obviously not for me. Mm. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, if there's a problem, then there's going to be a problem later. And, like, obviously when you first started dating, you put your best foot forward, right? You mm-hmm. put your best outfits on. You're, like, trying to smell good every day. Um, so it's not something that I brought up right away. But definitely, like, you know, maybe, like, I want to say, like, a month into it. When things started, like, you know, they heat up or whatever, mm-hmm. you're going to have to talk about it. I didn't mm-hmm. want to just, like, spring it on her. I'm just like, let's talk about it. That's her. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. No, so, like, uh, I feel like it's delicate and it's nerve-wracking, but at the same time, you have to realize, like, if it's meant to be, it'll be. Yeah. Like, I'm, I think I'm super big on that. Like, I, I feel like everything happens for a reason, and uh, I don't know. Maybe that's just my coping mechanism, but... I feel like if, if at the end of the day, if she wouldn't have accepted it, that, that means that there's someone out, out there better for me that mm. is going to love me the way, you know, she couldn't. And there's no following that either with anybody. Yeah. You know, like, I think that's that's nice, being honest. Like, I'm like, you know what, Victor? I really want a man with a size 8 shoe, mm. and you don't have that. Oh, okay. You know? That's okay. <laughs> I will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, that's being honest, you know? Like, I'm not going to sit here and, like, sugarcoat it or say that I'll be okay with it. And then now you invested two, three years with me, and now look where we are. Now we're both crying. Mm. (laughs) Now we're both sad. (laughs) Past the ice cream. (laughs) But, yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like that's always difficult. Yeah. That's one of the things I – it's kind of, like, related but unrelated um that i really admired about you is your ability to tell it like it is yeah say no call someone out on their bullshit i like that yeah like sometimes that it gets you in hot water sometimes but like a lot of times, you're, it gets you a lot of times you're, but you're living your life you know <laughs> um yeah i'm like why am i like this <laughs> i like sometimes like i'm just like wow like i will i don't know i make jokes sometimes and they're legit jokes and people take it to heart i'm like i was just kidding yeah you know, or like even you like, but you like you sound stupid when you try to like justify yourself, like even like your whole like uh, dilemma with like they them like having like slipping up. Yeah. You know, it's not that you have anything against trans people, you know, but how stupid you, you look like my best friends, my best friend's trans. I love him. His name is Mason. You know, like then it's just like now you're just making you making excuses. You know, like, but the same thing. Like, I feel like I'm a very open-minded guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I say a joke, it's truly a joke. Like, I'm not trying to be mean. And if 
I don't know. Like, I'm not, uh, first of all, me and you were not born yesterday. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like if someone's doing something wrong, I will say it because Mm -hmm. it's like, bro, you're not kidding. Or, you know, you're really being an ass. Yeah. Intent. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. Like, I feel like everyone should just grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Not too quickly, but grow up. Yeah. Like, it's like, like jokes are jokes. Like the other day, (laughs) my dad was talking to me about comedians mm. and talking he was talking about who's the voice of donkey eddie murphy okay and how uh who's the guy that rapes everybody with uh date rape drug the the black guy uh Arkell? no with raven simone he's like uh you know who i'm talking about raven simone black Is that guy? yeah that's so raven yeah I have no she idea was a child I'm actor remember yes C- cosby bill cosby oh yeah oh yeah. wait what yeah Victor, do not tell me you don't know about Bill Cosby. Oh, I forgot she was on the Cosby show. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah. his baby. Whatever. Yeah. So he was talking about Eddie Murphy and Bill Cosby and how, like, Eddie Murphy had some, like, raunchy jokes back in the day. And Bill Cosby was, like, a very, like, family-friendly comedian guy. And my dad was saying, like, I don't understand what the big deal is. Like, they're comedians. Like, they're just making jokes. Like, it's nothing, like, uh, that's supposed to be taken to heart and stuff like that. And uh, we had, like, somewhat of a debate about it. Because I was like, I also feel like when comedians make jokes, they're just jokes, right? But I also feel like there's, it's almost like if I make a joke to you, I know my place with you. Like, you know my intent. You know, like, I'm not a bad guy. Mm -hmm. But I always find myself having to, like, have people warm up to me to know my intent. Because otherwise, if I just, if I'm just me, they're just like, this guy's an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, he's like, he's, he's not... He's not like he's not a joke. They like, just don't know you yet, though. right? But it right. truly is a joke. Um, but I'm also ready for like how it can be perceived. Like you have to consciously like tell a joke. You know, if I'm gonna sit here and make a joke about your chinky eyes, I'm gonna have to be like ready to be like, well, maybe he had an experience where he was really bullied about his eyes. Mm. You know, but I'm also ready with like an apology ish, where I'm just like, bro, I'm just kidding. They're very beautiful. How do you? So did you watch? Chappelle's last couple specials? Oh, I saw Chappelle's, yeah. Yeah. And he was talking about the chance. Right. In yeah. both specials, he kind of went deeper in the second Yeah. <laughs> so some of it was funny. And some of it, I was like, ow. Oh. But at the same time, like, it's kind of like when you're a kid, like, my parents always taught you have to learn to laugh at yourself. Yeah. You can't take everything. He makes know. fun of everyone. He literally made fun of everybody. You know, like, and I was, I can't be a hypocrite and sit there and laugh about his white lady jokes and then not laugh about my own you know like so it was kind of just like if you don't like something you don't like in instance you don't like how something's happening um, like as long as it's not hateful i mm. feel uh then just turn it off mm. i think at some point because i think you started talking more about trans people at the end and i just turned it off after a while mm. i was like eh, i don't need to hear that it's okay mm-hmm. you know some of it i thought some of it was funny and other parts i was like hmm but if someone's legit coming at me, like, at a bar, then yeah. I'm going to say something back. Right. You know, but, like, I don't know. Like, everything, to me, is situational. I feel like people make things too, like, black and white where it's, like, oh, they can't say anything bad about trans people if they're not trans. Like, I don't think that's fair. You know, like, you don't know their life. You don't know who they know personally. You know, so it's kind of just, like, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'd like to hear it out. Why are you joking like that? Right. You know? Right, right. 
do you really hate trans people or are you just making a little joke and then we move on with our lives and we don't have to right. you know revisit it but i really don't because i but i feel like i also don't want people to judge me off of some jokes that i make mm. you know yeah like i can make i make jokes you know about uh religion sometimes or like stuff like considerably but like you don't know me like you know like you look at me i was telling my girl i was like i'm the poster child for like just any just fuck them up man <laughs> god said you know i was like because the, <laughs> the other day she was like she was like crying about something and I was just like, girl, you got to pick a struggle. You can't have all the struggles. <laughs> you know, like, either you're sad today or you're not. Or, like, you know, your car broke down. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm just like, I was like, a lot of times I just pick a struggle. You know, like, oh. yes, trans sometimes is a struggle. And today I would like to cry about it. Hmm. You know, like, you can cry about something, but eventually you got to get up and do something about it. Yeah. Um, but you look at me, first of all, I'm a Hispanic male when you look at me, right? So I'm Hispanic, whatever, we can cry about that. You know, like right now what's happening with like immigration and how we're being profiled. Legit, the other day it was New Year's Eve and I got pulled over as I pulled into McDonald's. What? To pick up my girl's sister who was out having a good time or whatever. And I got out of the car because I didn't think he was pulling me over. I was just walking to McDonald's and he was like, he was like, get the fuck back in there. He was like yeah, screaming at me, right? And my girl was like, what is happening? And she was asking like the officer next to her like what's like what did we do and she he was like what's his name and he's like mason and he's like no what's his name and he was like yelling at her you know pointing at me he's like it's mason like, but like, what did we do and then it was like two white cops and the other guys like asked for my gave him my license whatever and i'm like i'm gonna be super nice because if I don't know. Something goes down. This one is going to be crying. The yeah. cop's going to be screaming. It's not going to be a good a good time. And she's like, I don't understand. I'm like, it's just the world we live in. Like, look at me. Look at me, first of all. No, <laughs> no but I'm like, look at me. Like, it is what it is. Like, this is just the world we live in. Right now, they're super about, like, Hispanic people. It's New Year's Eve. I'm pulling into McDonald's. I, we literally were driving so calmly. I was like, they were doing it like a drunk driver thing. I don't know what they were doing. They he, he literally came. He he grabbed my license, and she was like, "Where?" I'm like, "I don't have any warrants on my arrest. They're just gonna check my license. It's gonna be okay." And it's like he didn't even want to talk to me after. He just he like gave, handed me my ID without. He's like, "Just go." What the fuck? Yeah. He, and I was just maybe like, they're looking for someone. I don't know. I don't know. They should but, explain themselves. They really don't. God damn. <laughs> but I was like, "This is just the worst." She's like, "She's like, I mean, I knew that like stuff like this happened, but I never saw it." And I was like, yeah. yeah, it makes it real. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, so I was like, I'm, and now like I'm trans and I'm Muslim. So it's kind of like all these things when you look at me, you would never know. So when I make jokes about things. It's because you've been through shit. Exactly. Like yeah. I've experienced it. But maybe someone who's trans or maybe I make a trans joke and he hears me say it. They'd be like, oh, fuck this guy. Like, what is he? But I do know. Yeah. You know, so I kind of think the same thing with other people. I'm like, I don't know what they've been through. Just laugh at yourself, man. You got to yeah. take it easy. Like, you could be with a whole ass trans woman. I wouldn't. I mean, and you can make a joke and it would be okay. And, like, you're just joking with her. Maybe I overhear it. But it's like, just just mind your business. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, I don't really have a problem with anybody. I kind of just, like, I don't, I because I see myself in everything that's, like, you would never guess about me. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. I try. I don't know. I try not to be too serious about like the whole trans thing because I I want to paint it in a like a lighter like color than it is right now. Okay. Like it should be taken serious and and into the like facts of like whatever like the suicide rate and like how hard it is mentally for people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I just feel like uh I'm tired of it, like, defining people, too. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much more to everybody. Yeah. Like... Don't let it... Don't let it box you in. about yeah. anything else. Yeah. Not my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> I got so tired. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, it's not... Uh, it's not that serious. But then yeah. again, that's me. Like, I'm just kind of like... Eh. Yeah. Let's, we could talk about something else. We could talk about your wiener, if you want. No man, I'm good. <laughs> I don't know a guy that likes to talk about their wiener. I don't know either. Honestly, maybe Kev Byer, but that man's something else. Though. Yeah. Uh, well, we're running at two hours. It's been two hours, bro. Wow. Um, How? We'll save another. We'll probably let's. You should come back on for like a different different topic because we were spi- trying to do like something else too. Um, I'm down. Yeah, <laughs> like a a relationship thing. Yeah, I talk a lot. I you think Dylan would be great on that. Yeah. You would be good. Um, so yeah, I we'll feel like it. it's funny. Me and Dylan are, I, wa- I want, like, us, like, really close friends. But there are some things, even you, like, we do not see eye to eye on. Oh. Which is, but I like it because it's, like, we say it respectfully, but it's, like, some things that we legit were, like, uh, like, we agree to disagree. Okay. You know, but it's funny because we're still good friends, but I'm just like, my relationship, I don't tolerate this. That's the way the world should work. Yeah. But in yours, you do. And that's okay. Yeah. But yeah, I think that'd be interesting because I feel like even though we are all friends, we have different ways of thinking about that type of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about relationships or life in general? Like relationships. Even life, I guess. Okay. Like, oh yeah, let's that that'll be a good episode. Yeah. A juicy. Everyone's like, "How are you still friends with Dylan? Why not?" Yeah, see that. It that did, is how and, me. But and it's situational. You, like, it's right, situational. Exactly. Are different, you know, because I, it's the same thing. If I was faced with the same, I might also be friends with my ex, but it'd have to be your situation. Mm. But it's not mine. Mm-hmm. So right now, in my head, through my experience, that's not possible. Yeah, we never really wronged each other, so it's like. Yeah. So I have. Yeah. It's very kosher very uh hello civil. oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah hello <laughs> um, okay so we'll just close it out um thank you guys for for tuning in um catch you guys in the next episode stay curious abla aloha and uh, abla, 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 abla. We'll, we'll, we'll link uh, mason right on the bottom yeah i'm gonna do a little asmr later <laughs> oh my god i just think it's so cool <laughs> You're, you're, oh, I, I like how we have headphones on. <laughs> I know, I'm in your head. Oh, Close yeah. your eyes. No, I'm just kidding. All right, it's fine. Go ahead. Close out. Okay, thank you guys. <laughs>